Car Serum will begin in a moment. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is Carcero. Are you okay? Paris made teeth. Thought you'd want some. Thanks. <laughs> Interesting setup. I'm trying to make any order out of all the prophecies. Any luck? Well, I started putting duplicate ones into piles. Oh. These are in piles? Because I think that means you have a few dozen piles. So... To answer your question, no. No luck. This is too hard. How can I find the original prophecy without anything to go on? I mean, it was easy enough to find some of the fakes that were written for the tournament. See, look here. They, they often call the Chosen One by name. But after removing those, what's next? How do I separate the lies from the truth? I don't think anyone can be completely sure they know the truth. But maybe there's something that all the ones based on the original share. Besides the obvious fakes, what's something the others have in common? <sighs> well, I originally thought if I studied the prophecies written on old parchment, I'd be able to find one that stood out as the original. See? There you go. But some of the prophecies on much newer paper have the exact same lines as the older ones. And, and some of the newer ones describe this unusual situation we're in so well, it's hard to discount them. So, huh. Most have the same whimsical style, where the lines sound like a bad poem without rhyming. That's actually been the problem. I thought maybe if... I just fit the lines that rhymed together, it would be like a map or a puzzle. But that failed very quickly because the rhymes contradict themselves. You may need a break. I'm fine. Oh, this tea is actually really good. I know we already had food, but are you still hungry? I could try to find something else. Maybe something sweet. Thanks, but I, I'm all right. <sighs> I guess I should have suspected I wouldn't be able to solve anything in a day. I'm not great at being patient, I guess. Seems like the only thing I have been good at is getting people killed. Don't say that. Nothing has been your fault. It's either bad luck or bad people. If anything, your hope is what brings people together. Corpses rose up and killed people. I think we need more than hope. Well, you can't berate yourself for not finding the true prophecy when obviously no one's figured it out in 50 years. Or, or more than 50. Just how old is this thing anyway? 
<laughs> old. When my parents were teaching me how to read, they included dead letters, since they were in the prophecy my mom had. Dead letters? That's what we called them anyway. You see, language changes over time, and when our grandparents were young, the alphabet sometimes included redundant letters. I mean, maybe they were some sound years and years ago, but they just became symbols that represented a sound that could also be represented with other letters, something that, that was lost. They're almost never used now, hence, dead letter. I've only seen them in prophecies and really old books. Oh, that's it. What are you doing? Look at this, look at this. It's a dead letter. It, it looks like a lowercase p with an L on the top of it. You do remember I can't read, right? And this is a newer prophecy. By the feel of the parchment, it can't be more than five years old. So why would it have a dead letter? Because it copied that letter from somewhere? Exactly! The dead letters mean those lines were copied. <laughs> I always wondered why my mom's prophecy had dead letters in some of the lines, but not in others. Even though it was the same sound. It wasn't a spelling mistake. It's because some of the lines were copied from an older document that used older letters. That's, um... Great. Yes, but this, if I find all the lines with the dead letters, then those have to be the oldest lines. And if I can compare those, then maybe we can get a version of the prophecy that's close to the original. You seem happier. Maybe we can actually do this. Oh, oh there's a dead letter. Of course, this is an old one full of them. <laughs> yes, I'll, oh, uh, I should have arranged I'll, things better. I'll get you some more tea. Okay, I'm gonna put those over here. Hey, how's Aura? She's, well, she's happier. She thinks she had a breakthrough figuring out the prophecies. I don't know, it all makes me worried. I think she's going down a bad path. Oh, and, and she said the tea was good. <laughs> Where's Istin? I haven't seen him for hours. He's outside. It's a cold night. What's he doing out there? I asked if he wanted supper, but he said no. I think he wants to be alone. Maybe Easton wants tea. I'll ask. Thought you hated him. Thought you hated him too. Hmm. Uh, it's tricky. Uh, I think I... Hmm. Eh, things change. <laughs> Don't worry. I won't try to kill him. Besides, even if I did, he'd just rise again. Don't say that. Sorry. Bad joke. I'll go check if he wants tea. Oh, hey, Karis, throw me an apple. Really? Oh, leave me alone. Here. Thanks. Hey, girl. It's okay, girl. I knew you'd find us. Aura was excited to see you. I haven't seen her smile like that in a long time. Here, I brought you a nice apple. Here you go. <laughs> now don't go telling anyone. Don't want to get a reputation as a softy, do I? <laughs> oh, stop it. Oh. <sighs> 
You have the best bedroom in the world, don't you? I did love sleeping outside. Maybe I'll just sleep with you out here tonight, hmm? <laughs> okay, okay. I can take a hint. Get some rest. You deserve all the rest in the world. <laughs> Isten? Yes? Oh, there you are. Do you want to come inside? Karis made tea. I'm not thirsty. You could warm yourself by the fire. I'm not cold. Your plan is to stay outside and stare at nothing. They don't want me inside. Well, we don't want you out here either. Sorry. Look, I admit we all have complicated relationships with you. You were awful. But you did save us back there. I don't know if we could have survived without you. That helps with the bad feelings a bit. They stare at me with eyes filled with horror and pity. I am their own mortality, hobbling beside them. Proof of how death awaits us all. And then, perhaps, worse than death. I think it's best if I stay away. And I don't look at you that way? You look at me like I'm an asshole. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a good thing. It's how you looked at me before, and uh, to be fair, I was an asshole. I'm sorry about that. Are you really apologizing? I saw the dead come back to life, but this feels like a bigger miracle. <laughs> oh, it's comforting that you don't look at me differently. Though I suspect that feeling's going to disappear, too. What do you mean? Everything's becoming dimmer. Emotions, physical sensations, even my thoughts are becoming sluggish. It's like a fire's been put out, and the smoke still remembers the heat of when it was a raging conflagration. But it's disappearing into nothingness. That's terrifying. I don't fear oblivion. It almost seems restful. What I fear is what this body will do when what's left of my consciousness disappears. Will I try to kill you? Will I continue to follow after you like some decaying pet? How can I do that to you all? But despite everything, Aura still believes in me. And Karis... Karis deserves so much more. I keep thinking of what I could have done differently. How many people I hurt. I have so many regrets. Yet even those regrets are dimming into nothingness. Can I do anything for you? I doubt there's anything to be done. Though everything withers away, one thought grows. An aching desire that there's somewhere I need to go. Do you know where? 
Maybe it has something to do with the prophecy. <laughs> I thought you didn't believe in that. I believe in Aura, and she believes in it. Maybe that's enough. You'll destroy her, you know. Why would you say that? <sighs> she trusts you, and yet you disagree with her at every turn, in every belief, and yet you stay with her. It's a tough place for her to be. You're either wrong or enabling her. I know Aura better than you ever will. You keep your shit thoughts to yourself. Well, if I can't have a friend with me as I fade away, perhaps I can have an enemy. It's more intimate in some ways. Well, that's a lousy excuse for saying a horrible thing. <sighs> Stars are so bright tonight. Are they always this bright, or did I not notice? You're an asshole. Dead or alive, you're an asshole. <sighs> you may be right. But I'm glad you're with me. I am too. What do we do now? We go after everyone. They killed Hal. I'm gonna destroy every one of them. We only survived because they suddenly left. There's no way we can go against them again. Coward! We do not need to concern ourselves with the dead. How dare you? I thought Hal meant something to you. We go after Aura, the prophecy seeker. She was there when magic was used when we raided that house in the countryside. She used it on me when we fought over the prophecies. And then all these dead magically come back to life while she's around. I don't believe in coincidences. Then we should still follow the dead. If Aura's doing this, then she'll be with them. Perhaps. Perhaps not. The dead can follow exact commands. Perhaps she's making them walk in the opposite direction to lead us away from her. You sound like you've seen this before. I have. You knew this was possible? And didn't tell us? Put your sword away before I give you mine. If you had warned us, then Hal might still be alive! I've always said magic was evil. Now, do you want to continue to bicker amongst ourselves, or do you want to go after the person who did this? I'm not going anywhere with you until you explain yourself. I don't owe you an explanation. I'm with Anne. I'm not leaving unless you tell us everything. Very well. They'll let us walk, as I tell you. The blood on the streets will attract Lucis Naturae. I grew up in a small farming village. My mother died in childbirth, and my father died in a farming accident. My aunt took me in and raised me like her own son. Get to the point. Do you want a hasty explanation or one that truly lets you understand? I want to hear everything. Fine. I was close to a neighbor my age, Diana. She was always energetic and eager to help. Smart, too. Bribed a wandering priest to teach her how to read. If I ever find that priest, I'll kill him slowly. We should quicken our pace. What happened to Diana? Somehow, she got her hands on a prophecy and got it into her head that I was the chosen one. You? According to her, I fit the description. She described a male orphan with the ability to fight, but no taste for it. 
That piqued my attention. Did you believe it? I couldn't read it. And she claimed the rest described me perfectly. I liked the idea that I was special. But I didn't like the idea of having to change my life. Diana wanted me to leave with her and pursue my destiny, but I argued that if I was truly the chosen one, then whatever was fated to happen would still happen, even if I stayed on my farm. An argument I wish more chosen ones would think of. But Diana was insistent, and she had a way with words. Finally, I agreed to travel with her. Did you love her? I admired her. She was confident and kind. We spent a year together, tracked down other prophecies. She would read them to me, and everything seemed to fit. Eventually, we went to a deserted, walled city. She had it in her head that if we could simply get inside, then the world would be saved. I don't see a saved world. We didn't even make it to the gate. Hundreds of dead guarded the city. Some so rotted they were practically skeletons. Others so fresh they seemed alive, but with dead, dull eyes. And not only humans, there were bears, gnomes, Lucis Naturae, and more. Massive nightmares, standing guard, still as the grave. What did you do? I was the chosen one. How could I not try? How? We tried to sneak past them. When that didn't work, we tried to fight our way through. Diana died saving my life, yelling at me to run. And I did. I'm sorry, Volov. The dead caught me, and as rotting hands held me down, a man approached. Tall, handsome, happy. He asked if I wanted to play. He used magic to control the dead, and with a smile, forced me to return to Diana. He laughed as Diana's corpse wobbled to its feet. Diana, but not Diana. Whatever made her human was gone. All that was left was a husk. Like hell. The man promised me freedom if I could outrun the dead. If I failed, then I'd be punished. Four times. I failed four times. He had Diana peel off parts of my skin, then force me to devour my own flesh each time I lost. The man laughed. The fifth time I ran, after a few minutes, I looked over my shoulder and nothing was following me except a trail of my own blood. Maybe he was bored. Maybe he thought my wounds would do me in anyway. I left broken and alone, but still had all the prophecies that Diana had copied down. I found some people to teach me to read so I could continue. Diana had deceived me. When chasing down prophecies, she simply ignored the ones that I didn't fit and assumed the ones that described me were confirmation. What? Why would she do that? Magic. She was obsessed. I made my own promise. I would eradicate magic. Damn the prophecy and damn anyone else. I would raise this world of that cursed power where one person has the ability to destroy so much. 
while laughing. Did you ever go back? No. I will not fight if there is no chance of winning. And I could not take companions who did not understand the risk. Perhaps one day I'll return with my blade unsheathed. But in the meantime, I will do my duty. I will annihilate all magic. The only way to stop the evil is to dig it out wherever it lies. Some may curse my name, but everything I do is for the sake of humanity. All right? Yes. All right. I thought you'd be hungry. Oh. For breakfast, I brought tea and biscuits. Is it morning already? If you didn't notice the time, you must be making a lot of progress. Oh. I was. I am. Though, by removing lines that don't have dead letters, some of what I thought was true isn't. What isn't true? The parts that reflected Godric's appearance, and how the one is an orphan. All of that is just wrong. Just like he thought. His death wasn't your fault. But it was. When his family was attacked, if I created that magical fire and not Godric, then my whole reasoning on why he was the chosen one was false. If I had known myself even a little more, then I wouldn't have forced him to accept what I wanted. If I hadn't done anything, he'd be safe at home. He died falling off a horse, correct? Not in some grand battle that only the chosen one would fight. It was an accident that could have happened at any time. At least with you at his side, he knew he had a loyal friend. With the dead coming back, do you think that he... No, and far better that way. Although that reminds me, I wanted to give you this. Is that Godric's? Yes. When you brought me his amulet, I felt I needed to hold on to it, to keep it in the family. But why? I have no use for it, and I can see that you were more family to him than I ever was. He was my brother. If you would like it, I'd like you to have it. <laughs> I, I would love to have it. <clears throat> so... What else have you discovered about the prophecy? Magic's still important. Uh, starting fire alone is fake. But now there's, there's this line, uh, oh, moves nature. So the one still has to be able to use magic. Well, at least be able to manipulate nature unlike others. Which means it still fits Isten. Given his current state right now, his entire being is magical. Have you considered anyone else who uses magic? Someone, perhaps, in this very room? Elizabeth, I wish to everything it was you. But you said you can't create magic, and, and also... But I'm not alone in here, am I? No. 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 It's not me. No. Why do you always look for someone else to be the chosen one, but refuse to think it could be you? No. I don't fit some of these lines. Like, um... This, this, here. A few of these talk about a prominent scar or a large scar. I've got a ton of tiny scars, but nothing big. And Niston has that? He does. He likes 
liked to stretch in the morning, something about energy. And sometimes he would stretch shirtless. He has a huge scar across his chest and, and this line, no doubt of self, a kempt mind. He's the only dead who kept his mind. He's special. That has to count for something. Well, perhaps we should discuss this more at a later date, when you're more comfortable with your newfound powers. You should eat your breakfast. Uh, sure. So, what else have you discovered? A few locations are mentioned. Let me find them. Mm. Mm. Atop a red mountain, one's destiny awaits. Mm. Here's another. Silver walls etched with silver meanings. When the doors are opened, there's hope for the future. Oh, and, and another. Protecting and guarding, the city contains secrets that can help those who are lost. Those aren't different locations. They all describe one location. What? Carcerum. Carcerum? I only know of it through stories from when I was a child, but those descriptions all fit the city perfectly. Do you know how to get there? No, I don't. But I know someone who does. Are you certain the dead went this way? <laughs> you can't be serious. Look at the footprints and broken branches. A ton of people recently came through here. I know, but I feel like we've been here before. Maybe they doubled back. What's wrong? Scared. What? No! I mean, I just <laughs> meant... Just wait until we get close. How much do you want to bet that we'll be able to smell them before we see them? That much blood and decaying flesh should create quite an aroma. Great. It's getting cold. Should we stop? No, I have gloves. Ouch! What? What is it? I don't know, but I'm bleeding. Get me a jar with a lid. What? Ouch! Get me a jar with a lid! Now! Is that a wisp? It is. Why were you holding a wisp? It was in my pocket. Why did you have a wisp in your pocket? Or was using it to track a prophecy. I killed it when I fought her. And apparently, magic brought it back to life. Why now? Why didn't it come back to life when all the others did? It probably did, but it was stuck in my glove and couldn't escape. Does that mean that we have to worry about an army of undead bugs attacking us? Do you want to give me new nightmares? I doubt it. I think we would have noticed that before. Maybe insects are too small. The wisp doesn't appear controlled. The dead are going south, yet this creature seems to want to go to the east. Why do you want to go east? What's there? You said it was tracking a prophecy before. Maybe it's still tracking that. Sometimes you're not completely stupid. Oh, thanks, Sam. Though you having a good idea once again confirms this may be the end times. It may be following the prophecy. And if it is, that means it's following Aura. Oh, what a handy undead buck.
Stay tuned for scenes from next week's show right after this message. Listen, we know it's angry since you captured a wisp, but since that wisp is already gone, I don't know how to fix it. My sword. What? My sword. Wisp blood. Your sword has a wisp bloodstone in it? Carcero, created by Shane Salt and William Holmes. Follow at Carcerum the series on your favorite social media platform. For a full cast and crew list of Carcerum, please visit our website at carcerumtheseries.com. <laughs>